you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how is your weekend going? We're recording a little bit early, guys, so it's still the middle of the weekend. But it's how's been your... chill, just prepping. I'm about to be out of town for most of the week, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been chilling. Um, we had Friday night, we had like family dinner, watched R. Kelly, um, and then I did some work this morning, went to a baby shower, so. Nothing too crazy, kind of chill intentionally because I was so tired when I went back to work this week. So, um, and I do have a lot of work to do this weekend anyways, but um, nothing too crazy. Might go out a little bit tonight, but that's it. So, what's popping in media? Well, let's just get right to it. (laughs) Let's. Because we weren't going to record, we weren't going to record at all. Nah. I was so moved. I just felt like I don't want to be that behind when we talk about this again. So we figured it out. Right. So we could literally, we're recording just to talk about this. Yeah. We got a topic, but literally. (laughs) And it's not over. Tonight is the last two episodes. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about that next week. but The finale of next week, which I think they come into like the present day form of these like um, sex cult allegations. Allegations and we'll mm-hmm. talk. I think we'll be speaking to. You'll see like parents because mm-hmm. they already started um, one of the parents and their reaction and their mm-hmm. concerns and their perspective. So, <laughs> I before the documentary, I always felt like he was a creep, mm-hmm. a pedophile, right? Mm-hmm. I think that was that most- was clear for me. For most. For me. I'm only speaking for me. Right, right. Okay. That was clear for me. Right. Um, And then before this, I also read the book by one of his, um, and I will say alleged. Alleged sex slaves. um, I guess you could say. Women or whatever. Once again, they met. She was underage. Mm -hmm. Um, And she wrote this book and then shared her experience. Mm -hmm. Her experience were... The same sorts of things when it came to the control and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We're similar. Mm-hmm. Um, the book was very graphic. I was disturbed mm-hmm. by the book. Mm-hmm. So when we get to the documentary, it was just like more disturbed. Like mm-hmm. this, there were parts of it where like my stomach hurt. Mm-hmm. It just cringed me. Yeah, especially. And I feel like I'm jumping around, I'll jump around between the four, but right. especially when we get to the sex tape. When mm-hmm. that happened, we were young. Mm-hmm. And so while I did I know that the sex tape existed, mm-hmm. I have never done like hardcore research into it. I just oh, know yeah. there's a sex tape mm-hmm. where he's like peeing on a little girl. That's mm-hmm. what I know. And the and main I didn't reason know. that I remember is because of the Dave Chabelle skit. Same, 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 same. Which now I feel like I can't even Girl, watch that I was thinking thing. at the other day, I was like, dang it, I quote that thing. And I'm like, Am I, I would laugh this? and sing it. And I'm like, shame on me. But I will say I was a kid. I didn't know. And, also, and then I didn't even know prior to me being a kid. I just did not know until just now. Right. But honestly. also, like... Sketch comedy shows, and this is slightly off topic, but sketch comedy shows make fun of everything that is current because they make fun of Trump. They made fun of like they do all that kind of thing. So I don't know if I can necessarily make it like feel like it's a bad thing because what he did was reflective of what was going on. I think no, but it turned into like the song and like it's no shame at. The sketch comedy of yeah. it, I think for me, and I'll be completely honest, it's because it's a kid. I really yeah. feel like, it. like yeah. the build, like, and when it was built, I don't really, I didn't see that many, but I know they had Bill Cosby mm-hmm. sketches. They had mm-hmm. many sketches on current events. Mm-hmm. But I guess for me, afterwards, I felt like, yeah, because it's a kid. Yeah, that makes it even Now I feel like I can't even laugh at it. Where I may have laughed at a Bill Cosby, I don't know, I don't. I haven't, but right. maybe I would have. I don't right. know. I really right. don't even know. But right. for me, afterwards, I was like, oh, God, it was a kid. Yeah. So I didn't, that documentary, like, sharing what what, what it was and mm-hmm. Sparkle, and I didn't know Sparkle's connection where she said, me either. where that was her niece. Yeah. And then she originally brought her niece around him mm-hmm. when she was 12. Mm-hmm. And then in that tape, 
she was 14. Right. It literally made my stomach hurt to yeah. think that. And they even showed a little clip of like the money transaction. Yeah. yeah. And that they were having sex and mm-hmm. they talked about him urinating on her and her mouth. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And it made my stomach cringe. I mm-hmm. think, I guess partly because I went back to my 14 year old self and I'm like 14. I was a freshman in high, high school. school. Yeah. I would never. couldn't even imagine doing that. Which she probably could never have thought of doing it until either. Until totally it was, to. until it just happened. Right. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. I just, I just was mortified. And another thing, I can never listen to Age Ain't Nothing But a Number again. Mm-hmm. And prior to this, mm-hmm. I could. But when they was like talking about it mm-hmm. in the like really talking reading the lyrics in the context of- and then realizing that he was producing and writing on her album, mm-hmm. I was like, oh God, I don't yeah. feel like I could ever listen to Age Ain't Nothing But a Number again. I was I sitting there like it just made me cringe. Even um, you are not alone, which he's not thinking it, but he wrote it. I know, and it made me cringe because I was like, "That was, you know, saying that they, you know, alleging that that was about a fifteen-year-old that had a miscarriage because he was pregnant. She was pregnant by him." But the thing about it, even when it comes to his music, and I know some people feel like they can separate it, and if you can, then more touche. party. Yeah. For me, because. Even in this documentary, he said himself, this is art. He writes about his life and his experiences. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to listen for me now. Knowing what he's Knowing that if he's talking about, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. It's like, are you talking about when you're bumping and grinding with a 15-year-old? or Do you know what I mean? And so then it's like, I can't listen to it because it makes my stomach turn. I think, And I was never... And let's be clear, I was never like an R. Kelly fan Man. because it's not really my generation. Mm-hmm. He had hits. Mm-hmm. I certainly know the hits. I know all the words to Trapped in the Closet. I don't know all the words <laughs> to that, but I know all the words to Ignition. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are certain songs that I know all the words to. Step in the name of love. You know, I believe I can fly. Get it. There, I, I know the hits. I've never had an album. I was never that big of a fan, but I mm-hmm. know his hits. Mm-hmm. And he's a talented person. Mm-hmm. However, He's a pedophile. Mm-hmm. I, I think for me, <laughs> is R. Kelly the king of R&B? Yes. However, he is still sick. And so for me, I don't think I... I think I personally decided not to play his music Same. for a while. Same. But I know that there's like... If the song starts playing... You start singing it and you're like, oh, shoot. Like, I'm not supposed to be. It's a habit. <laughs> yeah. It's a habit. Right. It's a habit. Right. And that's what I said. People feel like they Because, like, step in the name. That's a... It's still a bop. But am I going to be personally playing it? No. No. And I, <laughs> and I personally am not stepping in the name of his love. I'm not. Well, you do it in the name of your love. No, but he wrote... The, he set the tone and I don't want to... <laughs> And so, but that's me. So, if people yeah. still want to listen to him, they still can, then whatever. Right, I, right. I, I can't. I right. just can't. Right. I already wasn't. Mm-hmm. But after the, what I've just seen, I really can't. Like, mm-hmm. I even there's a song, because y'all know I'm excited about this B2K tour. <laughs> the Girlfriend Remix. Mm-hmm. He's on it. Mm-hmm. And it came on the other day in the car. I had to skip it. I couldn't <laughs> even listen. And that's not even his song. He was right. featured on it. Right. And I just was like, oh, and I love the remix. Yeah. But I couldn't. I was like, ooh. And that's part of. And, <laughs> and I just it's couldn't. Probably it's probably even my personal other song thing. that he wrote and you don't even realize it. It's a whole thing that, right. honestly, and, it's and like, that's the thing. you may not even want to know. <laughs> you probably should not. Probably should not. But that's the thing is that he was so he is well I'll say is is so talented and, and has been a part of so many amazing works that it is hard to avoid it's, anything that he's done. It's <laughs> like, a mind ass. Yeah. It is. Cause like let's be honest, until Aaliyah started working with Timbaland. He was there for all of that. So then it's like, so now you got cut off some of her catalog. Back, back, forth, and forth. It's a bop. It's a bop. I mean, do, do I? I mean, I already don't want us to age another thing, but back, back, forth, and forth is a bop. It is. Look, we practiced, we warmed up to that song every day in hip hop class. I mean, like, so I, 
it, it really is hard. So I get how people struggle yeah, it's with hard. figuring out do I listen to his music or not. But let's get to when I got irritated, right? Mm-hmm. It's I thought the documentary was well done. It seemed oh, to yeah. have a oh, variety yeah. of perspectives, mm-hmm. including his nasty behind brother. I mean, they had his brothers, they had people in his past, they had um, victims, people that, that had, admitted that they were part of this foolishness. People who were in the industry, whether it was journalists, mm-hmm. um, music historians, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I will say, I do feel like they try to give a wide variety of perspectives mm-hmm. in the documentary. They even the producer even came out and said they reached out to several celebrities and listed the ones who you know we saw the ones who accepted, and there were some who refused. Mm-hmm. What bothered me the most, obviously, and to the point where I'm not even, I, I, I had to, mostly on like Instagram or like Shade Room or other things where you would like see, I was just look at the comments just to see how people were thinking. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there were tons of people who were in the same wave when we were on like, yeah. gross, disgusting, mm-hmm. ill, right. done, right. done. Right. But what bothers me and what will always bother me, and I will never understand these people, is how they could just... They don't know this man, mm-hmm. and they can so easily sour him. They can't even be in a space of, it's possible. Mm-hmm. They won't even say, it's possible. They're right. just like, no, they're all lying. Okay. Everybody's lying. Mm-hmm. No. I need to see evidence. I don't, and then when they get, so uh-huh. here's a, but here's evidence. The marriage certificate was evidence. Mm-hmm. The videotape. The video was evidence. Mm-hmm. And we all are aware that just because you get off of a crime don't mean that you're you innocent. OJ. Where like. there's there's plenty, but but let's bring it into when we're impacted, like mm-hmm. when when people killing us left and right, and they get off. Facts, facts. They still did it, and we know they did it. Facts, yeah. And so I'm saying, mm-hmm. what bothered me is that there wasn't even a thought of like this could be true. It was just like lies, mm-hmm. lies. They're tearing down. They did the, the black party, man. and now they're, they're trying to get our cousin. And let me just let me just do a He's little a scapegoat. story. I swear this is gonna be our whole topic. <laughs> and that's why I was. I, and I'm going to be honest with y'all. We talked about this before we started um, uh-huh. recording. I pondered us not having an actual topic. And maybe because we there is so much. And you know what? Here. And you know what? <laughs> like, there I is. I say we chat and we don't. Okay, that's fine. Because there's so much to go into here mm-hmm. based on, you know, Things that I saw other people say, how right. people reacted, right. just the content of the documentary, how about it? our feelings about the content of the documentary. There's so much. So today, like, this is where we at. I'm glad it's a weekend thing because Lord knows I don't want to hear my coworkers talk about it. And I got some comments on that too because it entered my workplace. I will pass. And I literally had to leave the I room. I will pass. So you know what? That's what we're talking about today, y'all. <laughs> just like, this is what it is. And we'll, we'll, we'll come back with the question, question of the week, week and, and we'll, last week because we forgot last week. Right. But we'll, we'll end with that. So, so <laughs> I will say the bill, well, the one thing that I want to talk about first is the comparison. Stop, stop, stop. Yeah. Why can't we focus on the issue at hand? I saw comparisons to Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. I saw comparisons to Hugh Hefner. Mm-hmm. And let me say this about just, Hugh I'll Hefner. start with Hugh Hefner. What? I saw that several what? times. First of all, <laughs> People crazy, yeah. <laughs> Why do Hefner kept his young gals? Mm-hmm. Guess what? They were at legal age. And, and they were all allowed to freely go and come as they please. They were allowed to have their families come and stay. Like there they was knew their families. Right, there was there nothing. was a different setup. Uh, like, first of all, there was a different, different setup. setup. He supported some of them going to college. And let's like, be clear, one. That's one. Unless there's stuff about him that we don't know. No, but I mean, but, I used to watch Girl Let's Do It. Girl, that's my show. Reading and, <laughs> I watched the spin-offs. And Kendrick, <laughs> and Kendra has been honest about it. Mm-hmm. Did they have guidelines? They did. Mm-hmm. Did they have curfews? Yes, yeah. they did. They mm-hmm. did. They did mm-hmm. have curfews. But when they wanted to go and they didn't want to be a part of his life, they could go. There yeah. wasn't no... And it was no hard feelings There was no hard it. feelings. He supported They them. are still... A lot of them, well, before he passed, mm-hmm. even though they weren't, with him anymore, were still had good relationships with mm-hmm. him. And let's be clear, they were of legal age. Mm-hmm. They were not 14, mm-hmm. 15 year olds mm-hmm. 
living mm-hmm. in his home. Right. And he was so let's using start their, his power over thank you. them. Let's start there. Right. They were of legal age of consent. Mm-hmm. That's to me, that's where the argument is squashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me. Yeah. They're of legal age consent. Mm-hmm. He was not having 14 and 15 year olds mm-hmm. in his mansion. Mm-hmm. Period. And then, because I also saw comparisons to. Um, like people dating cougars, and I said, "Well, like rewind. Let's be clear. When a fifty-five-year-old is dating a seventy-year-old, they have much more alike, and they're both grown, past grown, and that is very much different than a twenty-eight-year-old and a fourteen-year-old. For who sure, is one underage, two not develop like it's not mentally developed when we talk about age gap in relationships mm-hmm. for some people it's like don't be dumb right. there's a difference between right. even a 25 year old dating a 35 year old mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. and there's a higher difference between dating that than a 15 year old dating a 25 year old when you stop are, it when you're older the differences in between people in age become they matter less because you have more of the same values, you're both grown, like you're able to make sound decisions together. When you are young and underage, no. No. Our brains ain't even fully developed to twenty five. Right. We just got there. We just <laughs> I just got a fully developed brain. Okay. But the point I just felt all the things that they were reaching for, and then with the bill, I ended up having a conversation with someone on Facebook. I shouldn't even engaged. I know. The status, I only engaged with two people. I engaged, and, I'm and I was like, proud of I shouldn't have. Because I stepped away when I felt like, girl, me and you not on the same way. <laughs> basically, in fact, let me just go back to it. I let me just, let's read it verbatim. After you told me, I went to read it. You read it? Wasn't yeah. that just... And I was, I honestly, Ugh. I were not, we were cool with this person, you know. Right, she's not a, a But friend. we're not friends, but at the same time, I was like, really, girl? Really? Like, I'm kind of disappointed. But, you know, and I was telling Sinead this also is like, I hate times like this because it's frustrating when you go on Facebook and you see all these people talking out the side of their necks and literally just being ignorant. But at the same time, it's like I get to see where you at. And I get to see who not to have around me. Because if I get caught up in some mess, they not going to speak up. Or even for the people that are learning in this process, thank God that they're learning something. So that if they do see something of this nature, they can speak up. Or they can just be an understanding of victims that may be in their life or victims, how period. funny is this is gone she deleted it uh well yeah because i mean here's the thing and now that's whack yeah posting, i knew i should have screenshot i should have screenshot it <laughs> posting that stuff and let's be clear i wasn't rude i just asked her a few yeah, questions you about her um perspective and i responded but she deleted it so basically she said something along the lines of saying um, Bill is old and blind and he in jail. Mm-hmm. You see how they do? Something like that. And right. I said, and I said, so because he's old and blind, he shouldn't be in jail. Right. I said, or do you just believe he's innocent? I said, cause I don't, I don't understand. Right. And so then she went into a very long explanation of how one, since he is old, if he got anything, it should have been house, house arrest. arrest. Yeah. And that um, when it came to the counts against, against him, some of the women couldn't remember. Because mm-hmm. they were drugged. Be- <laughs> but okay. Some of the women couldn't remember. And then he said, and then he also gave payouts like R. Kelly. And I'm thinking, so that made it not worth going to court. But okay. And then she brought up how R. Kelly has done all this and he's not in jail. And that sucks. I said, well... I do think it sucks that R. Kelly isn't in jail. But that does not excuse. I said, however, just because someone's old doesn't mean they don't belong in jail. Right. I don't understand how because he's old and blind. So basically, she, was, she wasn't saying she felt he was really innocent. She right. wouldn't come out and say, I believe Bill didn't do it. Right. But she really stressed the whole, well, he's old and some of them didn't remember. Mm-hmm. So... So let's just think about your words. Mm-hmm. Some of them didn't remember. So for the some that did remember, mm-hmm. 
since he's old, he should be in house arrest. Right. No, he's, he should be in jail. He was convicted. He was guilty of it. He should be in jail. And I just feel like people need to realize if that was your sister, aunt, or whatever, mm-hmm. and if Bill was old, would you still say, well, he's old, so let's just put him in house arrest instead right. of put him in jail? You wouldn't think that. And the thing is, the reason why Bill didn't go to jail till he was old or whatever is because he did do the same things that R. Kelly did. Out of court settlements, paying people off so they would be quiet. He did all of that for so many years so that no one knew and so that he never had to face jail time. Because unfortunately, people will take a certain amount of money for them to not speak up. Um, and so R. Kelly literally did the same thing. There were several, and that is why that man is still walking free. There were several cases against him and that was explored in the documentary where they mm-hmm. talked about that and you know, the um, Chicago Sundowns were Mm -hmm. looking at the court cases and they were all like, set out of court, set out Mm -hmm. of court. And was literally just... And people couldn't talk about it. And they couldn't talk about it Mm -hmm. because at that point, they set out of court and you have to sign saying, Mm -hmm. we settled and we won't speak on it again. So they couldn't even speak to people who literally did sue him over this. That's why Sparkle's niece face has covered the whole documentary. And she, whoever she is, can't speak about it. And, and I think, now we flip it, but going to that case, mm-hmm. I think one that I thought was interesting that all the jurors were male. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a factor. Mm-hmm. I really did. Well, I don't think they should have done the case in Chicago. Because you have to think about it. When someone from your city is, like, popping, of course all the people there are always going to be advocating for you and want you to win. But I, think he, I thought he was arrested in Chicago, no? So wouldn't it have to be in Chicago? No, some um, for some cases, if the influence of the person can have too much effect on the oh, jury, they can move you to another right, location. Right. And that's what I think should have been done in this case. Well, the reason why it wasn't done is because, as they said, there was no defendant because... Um, she said it wasn't her. Said it wasn't her. And I think that was a factor. I really do. I mm-hmm. think one, they it was dragged out. They the court they, they didn't go to court. Six years. Till twenty two thousand eight. Yeah. I did not know that. Right. I was not aware of that. Mm-hmm. And then And that have, was around the time of um I feel like I forgot what came it was something big that came out around that time that made it so that people didn't realize because they said he was still performing and touring and everything. But I also think what happened six days later, I mean, yeah. we, we get on social media, something's a hot topic for a week and then a week later no That's one's talking fast. about it. So That's I'm just saying absolutely. it just moves faster now. So mm-hmm. it could have been the same thing. Because yeah. I mean if a it's couple not, of days ago everybody was talking about Bandersnatch. If it's not in <laughs> front of you Blackbird or it's Bird not, Box rather. It's not in front of you all the time. You do. You naturally go back to your yeah. routine and you don't think about it. But yeah. I think that was a part of, I think that was a part of it. The fact yeah. that the case, the actual trial happened years later. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that the jury was all male has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like the fact that the matter is, the girl that was in the video said she was not in the video. Mm-hmm. Um, you have her aunt saying it is her, but then you the have uncle. Her, the uncle saying it's not. But then you got her friend, then you have, close friend of her so saying you have, that it was but her. You know, but, the, but you have all these people saying it's her, but she's saying no. Right. And another family member is saying no. Right. Then it's easy to believe that Spargo is trying to get back to our... You know mm. what I mean? I feel like all that combination helped him to get off. Yeah. And it was just... I, I, I like to say it was, it was just disturbing to watch. And mm. I was disturbed by some people's comments. I yeah. was. I was yeah. really... Um, I was just bothered how people's ignorance and mm-hmm. their lack of empathy and mm-hmm. I just was like honestly low key I'm thinking for some of these people who raised y'all like I, I, I don't know right well I think also <laughs> it's like a lot of times people aren't having these conversations with their children period I can't but I you know what maybe that is a factor mm-hmm. conversations like that was never had with me so I don't know right Right, but yeah, I mean, I get. I mean, that. conversations are worth having for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. But I can honestly say, I have never, we've never, I've never got a conversation about that. Mm-hmm. Like pedophiles or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe in a small sense of like, if someone's older and trying to t- 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 like you. Yeah. let them know, or you know, mm-hmm. maybe on a small scale of like that is inappropriate. Like mm-hmm. I could, I knew if I'm 14 and like someone was 20 trying to talk to me, mm-hmm. that's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I did know that, mm-hmm. so maybe 
you know, I don't remember, but maybe there was some sort of conversations about that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't feel like I remember some like sit down conversation about that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I don't think it necessarily had to be a sit down conversation, but just like a lot of times, that's why people are ignorant. Is because no, they don't know anyone that's been a victim, or they don't know that they have been a victim <coughs> to under <coughs> to understand or empathize with them. And so that's why a lot of these times people are ignorant. And that's why some, oh, I used to argue with them because I'm like trying to get you to understand it because you clearly don't get it. But then I'm like, sometimes people are just choosing to be ignorant. They're yeah. choosing not to understand. They're choosing not to learn. And it's like, well, if and you want to be like right. that, then forget it. I don't and, it's, and then it becomes, <clears throat> it's not a conversation. Right. Like when I commented on the girl's post, that was not me <laughs> trying to be argumentative. I literally wanted to understand, mm-hmm. one, why she bring up Bill Cosby in this R. Kelly mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Two, what does she mean about her being older, blind, should be in jail? Like, I literally just wanted, wanted to, to understand, understand her point of view. Yeah. And even when she gave her point of view, and I came back and said, I, for, and I just said, for me, mm-hmm. your age does not matter mm-hmm. in regards to whether you need to be in jail or not. Mm-hmm. And I just left it. I, yeah. I, I don't agree with anything she said. Right. But she, she made it clear that that was her stance. Well, was her, she done took it down, so I guess she didn't want. Everyone to know that that was her stance. For all long. I'm saying is that status is gone. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Right, right, yeah. But and then like I saw a lot of people thanking like John Legend for being a part of it when so many other people turned it down. And he like responded. He was like, "Don't thank me because he's like it's my job. Well, not my job, but he's like it's my duty to if I know about something or see about something or can speak about something to do it because there are so many women out here doing the work and there aren't enough men speaking up and checking people about it. And so he's like, y'all don't have to thank me. Like I had to do this. I couldn't say no because it was like, he's like, I have children that could have like, you know, especially as a parent, he's like, I got kids that could have been caught up in this. Like, so no, it's not okay for me to just turn it down. Cause I don't, want any backlash um i had to speak up for this so i thought that was an i think i can appreciate anyone especially a person of celebrity status Mm -hmm. who agreed to speak yeah because like one thing they said in the article sparkle was saying that like a record executive was like i get it but he makes so much money and it really goes to like money is the root of evil for a lot of the people. love of money the love of money yeah. and, and to they want the money mm-hmm. and people really will do some foul stuff mm-hmm. for money yeah yeah that's true because i think i could believe that i could believe that people know he trash but either like his staff they, he's giving him a payroll mm-hmm. where I feel like for me I got to find a new job I, 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 I'm not going to the mall mm-hmm. and finding 15 year olds and handing them your phone number like I'm not doing that same <laughs> like, that's what? What I did see one person talking about like they don't see enough people acknowledging how R. Kelly used his power over his employees to be a part of trash, it. Like, trash too. I was like, I acknowledge how he used his power um, on them as well. Mm. However, they were adults. Like, at the end of the day, they were adults who made a decision to continue to be a part of it. Because just like his ex-wife said, he could barely read and write. He <laughs> couldn't even that. book his own hotel Can I tell and, you something? and plane ticket. The so they was the, the documentary is not funny, but that one time I laughed. <laughs> it, it's not funny at all. Yeah. When she said that, I laughed. And she said, she like, I'm not even trying to be like... I know she was, but her tone, that was funny. She said, he can barely read and write. He's booking the ticket. It was like, question I need answers. <laughs> Who's doing that? Right. It's his people. But even in his There song, was a system to support what was happening. But even in that and long. And probably still is a system. Even in that long SoundCloud song, he talks about he can't, he couldn't read and write. And so a lot of his contracts were messed up. Mm-hmm. He didn't have the money. That's why he doesn't own and a lot of his why, masters. Um, he don't own his masters. He said, and that's why I'm always torn because that's the only way I can really make, make money. money because yeah. of those deals he's made. So mm-hmm. he's even admit that. 
So because of what she said, which is true, and even mm-hmm. him saying that, mm-hmm. he did receive support. And even as I would watch the documentary, certain people who were speaking, I literally was watching like, you're disgusting. Mm-hmm. The tour manager, disgusting. Mm-hmm. Security, you're disgusting. His brother, the one that's in jail. One in jail. He is just trash. I, I, I do wonder why he's in jail. Um, assault, battery, all this other stuff. Okay. They, look, Black Twitter, they pulled up all well, the You can pull up the records. Mugshot. Some of his mugshots, he don't even look like he remembered the mugshots. Um, some of his things, he said, I said, ooh, brother. Yeah. You, I mean, like, even his said, bond right now is at like 100,000. I mean, he even said something like, I mean, I didn't think it was a big deal. It's a preference. Yeah. You like young girls. I like older girls. I'm like, and boy. I'm like, he likes children. There's a difference between young women and children. He was literally camped out at high schools. It's not like he met a girl and didn't know her age. No. He went to high schools looking for girls. They're children. Right. Like, They're not 21. Right. They're literally children. And that is not a is, preference. That is even a- if they are 21, there's still power dynamics involved in it. For sure. So it's like, that's still, his brother is just, he needs some help. Somebody said, <laughs> I'm not even going to get into people who joke. I mean, I, I'm not even going to joke. Well, I do want to say this because people were getting frustrated at people joking about this. Niggas, like, come on. Like, y'all know how we are. We have to find the funny thing and everything. I think some people cope through laughter. Yeah, so I'm like, I can't even be mad Um, because, you know, do what you gotta do. One person was like, see, that's why you in jail. Because your mindset is wrong. No, for real, though. Like, (laughs) that's why. Facts. Because even when the other brother, Mm -hmm. when it got to the case with the video, and... His legal team was inferring that it could be his brother, and they talked about like R. Kelly would not step to the plate and say it was not my brother, right. and that he said that he was approached from his team saying, "Take this money, don't say anything, don't refute it." And the brother in jail was like, "He could have been rich." I I'm mean, like, first of all, hundred grand ain't that ain't, much. You're not gonna be rich off a hundred grand plus because he would have got a record deal. If you in and he jail. Got a record deal. And if you in jail, what's that record deal gonna do for you? And so the brother's like, I mean, you could have been rich. I'm like, see, there's something wrong with he, you. Like, I, I, he needs some help. I watched that. Was like, he see, needs to stay in there for a little bit longer. I was like, something's wrong with you. The fact <laughs> that you can sit here and say something. he could have been rich if he did that. Something's wrong with that older one. I was the like, younger one. He seemed like he he got some sense to him. He, he like, ain't willing to admit everything, but he got some sense to him. The I, older one, mm-mm, no. I sat there and was like, "No, you did not just say that." <laughs> it was just so. It was so much. It mm-hmm. was, and then the other part of the arguments that I was disturbed by people was when they kept bringing up the parents, and I'm glad near the end, yeah. and we'll see more of it tonight, yeah. where they got into the parent kind mm-hmm. of debate. Yeah. When every time someone said he wrong, where was their parents? Where was their parents? Here's this is what I this is my perspective on the whole parent argument. Mm-hmm. One, for some mm-hmm. like Sparkle's niece, mm-hmm. Aaliyah, mm-hmm. there was a overall purpose of them being around R. Kelly in a professional sense. So I'm just going right. to talk about like those two, and they that didn't was, know, and they did not know. And so part of it, the reason they were originally around him were for music purposes, mm-hmm. and there are plenty of times where producers are. Where producers produce music for children. I mean, Usher was working with Justin Bieber. Like, yeah. there's plenty of that. Yeah. And at the Alicia end of the day, was working with her. Like, and at the end of the day, yeah. they weren't doing anything inappropriate with right. the child. Exactly. So that's one that explains <laughs> partly that. Right. And the thing is, without knowing what R. Kelly was doing as a parent, and when your child has a dream, you're doing everything to support their dream. So if R. Kelly is going to produce works for your children, of course you're going to be like, all right, let's go to the studio. Like, you're excited and you are willing to invest that time. And so, and so, and then when it gets to the thought, well, why are they not always at the studio? Your parents not all around you all the time. They're just right. not. In the same way, like, you have dance class and sometimes when I would drop you off at dance she class that's pick you up. That was the first thing. Drop you off at gymnastics, gymnastics mm-hmm. and pick you up. Mm-hmm. Drop you off at your tutors and pick you up. Yeah. It's the same thing yeah. that parents have done and will continue to do at times. Yeah. Your parent 
don't always can sit and watch you do the dance routine. They can't right. always right. sit doing the piano lesson. And so that was that was my one I, thing yeah, for that like, that I got irritated with. Yeah. Stop it. Then yeah. when we get to the older teens, mm-hmm. where they would meet him in various places, mm-hmm. near the end when they really shed a light, you had several girls say, my mother didn't know, my parents didn't know. I and told for them people I was to act like, especially us mm-hmm. who our teen years or weren't that far ago right now you know your parents did not always know where you were mm-hmm. even for me like i i didn't do much i wasn't really i wasn't was, a risky teenager yeah, we <laughs> but there were still moments that my mother did not know where yeah. i was at yeah or like i remember seeing you in high school i played hooky a couple of times <laughs> did my mother think i was at school absolutely right <laughs> would she have ever questioned me no, no because i never gave her anything to question right so if you were a teenager who never really gave your parent a, a, a way to question you mm-hmm. and and for example like the one story that we're about to get into mm-hmm. it's like when I was 15, 16 I could have said I'm with Sydney and my yeah. mother would have never questioned me. Nope. She knew my mother knows Sydney's parents. Mm-hmm. She knows Sydney and she would have never questioned me. Mm-hmm. I could have said I'm with Sydney and I could have been anywhere else. Yeah. Period. Yeah. yeah. And that happens. That's the reality. And I feel like for some of the teens that were in it that was the case. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Where the parent did not know. Mm-hmm. You don't know, especially as your kids get older. You don't know what your kid is doing all the time. You hope they'll be honest with you. But even for as close as you are, like me and my mother, like think of these. There are things she did not know when I was 16, 17. Right. There's just stuff you don't tell your parents, And that's why man. I want people to stop being naive and be like, oh, when my kid gets this age, I'm going to know where they are all the time. No, no, you no. won't. No, stop no. it. No, you won't. Your Unless parents you know what you put a doing. chip in them. And they will, they can find the chip, unprogram the chip. These right. parents are smart. I just don't. I just think it's unrealistic. Yeah. To 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 say that. And at the end of the day, for me, mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't. For me, the parent argument isn't valid. Yeah. Who gives an f whether the parent is engaging or not? Right. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. R. Kelly yeah. chose to begin. This relationship, mm-hmm. period. It's like they're trying to put find other people outside of him to put blame on. And do the parents involved probably feel some? I can't speak for. Shoot, Sparkle feels guilty. Do she parents been in therapy sure, for years? Do parents and stuff? I'm sure after the fact feel guilty, feel responsible. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do they feel embarrassed and shame? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm talking about parents who didn't know. If there's any parents who knew or were pimping their kid out, they can rock with R. Kelly. Right. So I'm not talking about that because every right. kid. What about ah? I'm talking about the general. <laughs> parent mm-hmm. who didn't know that team was doing mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. or or like with Sparkle was bringing her niece around for music purposes and did not know mm-hmm. you probably do feel guilt and shame and you do feel responsible mm-hmm. I get that mm-hmm. I also just feel like let's call a spade a spade here mm-hmm. if I put you in front of a 12 year old and you're spending time with a 12 year old are you going to touch a 12 year old Absolutely not. All right, right. Man. So when people keep doing this whole like, right. what the at the end of the day, if you are a music producer mm-hmm. and you felt you met a talented thirteen year old and you were working with a thirteen year old, and there are moments where it was just you and the thirteen year old, a teacher, a tutor, there's so many situations where you could be alone with a thirteen year old, right? Uh, Detention, like you could be in a mentor program, right? Are you now the, church? Are church? Like, let's are be you honest. Now, are you now going to try to have some sort of sexual rendezvous? with the 13, 14 year old? Right. No, I know y'all thinking like, Shanae, you reach it. No, I'm no. not. I'm not because that's, that's probably the general mindset of people. People don't automatically think everyone's a pedophile. Right. Right. And the thing is, you do tell your children, if anyone tries to touch you, you know, let you always know. tell me, let me know. And in the beginning, because like, I danced since I was three till I was like 14. In the beginning, when my parents there for my dance classes, yeah. But at the end of the day, they got things to do. It was two of us so once I got of age to be like, you know, to speak for myself, no, they was just dropping me off and then we would go home or run errands or whatever and then we'll come back when my class was over because they built that trust in the person that I was with. So who's to say even the parents that were um, getting their children involved for music reasons, they may have been there in the beginning and then built that trust. And, and they felt like, like they right. could and they didn't know and this was before more of those public allegations of elite before that even popped right really right so they really had no Clean. now after the whole and then Aaliyah, a lot of the people thought the Aaliyah thing was a one-off situation that's what now, they thought in the beginning I, I, 
I know. For those who think it was a one-off. I know. I'm saying at the time. I know people felt that way. Right. But yeah. if I was a parent mm-hmm. and I saw that go out. Right. And then there was like, well, R. Kelly can work your child. I feel like as a parent, I would have been like, nah. <laughs> right. Because yeah. it was a, it was there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know people kind of, I mean. They try to separate that situation. And because Aaliyah's family won't speak out about it, because Aaliyah's no longer here, we will never know. A hundred percent. How that relationship really was. For sure. Um, so that, that I think that is like the exception with that one. Um, but there is no proof that it wasn't abuse happening in that relationship too. Like we don't have no way of knowing what would happen in that know. relationship. And even and even and even taking off the physical abuse, if oh, he never yeah. even abused him, it was just having sex with him. Yeah, wrong. Right. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, for some, like some of the victims have said, you know, when they met him. They had singing aspirations, and mm-hmm. they said they would help him. Mm-hmm. Or when they first started, he was sweet. Mm-hmm. He was kind. He admitted he, he was, was abused. Yeah. I was abused before. Mm-hmm. He made me feel special. Mm-hmm. The textbook abuser stuff, where it starts off good, yep. and then it just changes. Yep. And so, if you're 15... Shoot, that happened when that away. And so, if you're a young person, and you're idolizing someone, mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, like I'm R. Kelly's girl... Right, because a lot of them thought they were the only one, and then all of a sudden, and then they realized, that, or like the one girl didn't know he was married, and she found he was married. Right, because I, mean, I mean, back then the internet wasn't as easy to just be figured. It wasn't stuff the out. same. Right, it wasn't the same. I just right. feel like there are a lot of people by association of how he ran, you run this operation, it was a system. are certainly guilty and should be ashamed of themselves. But mm-hmm. I just feel like sometimes. When you're bringing it up as a but, mm-hmm. to me, it could seem like you're somewhat kind of trying to dismiss mm-hmm. or diminish R. Kelly's part. Mm-hmm. And that may not be people's purpose when they say he's wrong, but what about the parent? That may not be their purpose. Right. But for me, that's how it can sometimes read when yeah. you're doing this but thing. Mm-hmm. Can you do and? I mean, like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Because to yeah. me, it, when you read it, R. Kelly is wrong, but, I mean, what about what, what about the parents? I mean, I would never put my child in that situation. So now, to me, when you say stuff like that, you like, splitting the blame where it's like, look, can you question someone's parenting choices in the matter? Sure. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day... It shouldn't have been that Whether there was a good parent or, or not, parent, he, he should have never right. hit and tried and end up having sex with the girl. Right. You know what I mean? And so, for me, I took it as like, who? that's like the latter. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Or make it an and. I just mm-hmm. feel like when you do the but, it can somehow take away it's from... It's making it an exception. It To me, it takes away from the accountability being a lot on... Him, because mm-hmm. I will say this: even if his team was getting him underage girls, mm-hmm. let's just say he wasn't interested in underage girl, and, and the kept security bringing him kept bringing him fifteen-year-olds, mm-hmm. he could have said, "Stop no. it! What right. is wrong with y'all?" <laughs> right. So the point is, did they contribute? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But for me, the most onus. Because he was one, sending them to, and it was his power that he was putting over them. Number one, it starts with R. Kelly for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Then you can go down and add the other factors, yeah, and I'm not dismissing those other factors; they're right. all valid. But I just, I'm I just for me as I saw certain things, I felt like they were missing to me. That's the most of the onus here. Right. No one made him touch them inappropriately. Mm-hmm. You know, have sex with them, mm-hmm. and even if they were getting, you know what I mean. The, Everyone is still guilty. Right. So I, let me be very clear. Right. But I felt like when they doing the butt and bring up the other factors that it could somehow dismiss the fact that he was choosing to behave this way. And mm-hmm. while he had staff around them helping him do that mm-hmm. and they are trash, <laughs> he was ultimately choosing to engage with right. them sexually. And right. so for me, I just feel like let's make sure we're putting the utmost onus on him as the number one criminal. Now, if you want, who need to be in jail? Him and everybody else. Don't get, let me be clear. I don't right. mean they are. He's the only one. They are to the crime. No, the security who helped 
the tour manager, mm-hmm. background singers. You absolutely, they all should be in jail with the man. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like in the way people were speaking, like they were trying to take a little bit, take a little bit of responsibility off R. Kelly and mm-hmm. putting it on other things. Or mm-hmm. I feel like it's not a but, it's an and. Right. And it's a number one and parents, right. security, whatever. Let's, mm-hmm. But the one is him. Right. Because um, I also saw people saying that he did all of this because he was abused as Ooh, a child. Oh, girl, that, that, that. And so yeah. I want people to be clear that do are abused people more likely to abuse others or be abused again? Yes. However, for them to abuse again, there are other factors at play. So, yes, he was allegedly abused as a child. However, he also had power over these individuals. He never rectified his issues through any kind of therapy. Like, there were all these factors at play to end up where it ended up. So, I don't want people to think, oh, just because he got abused, that's that's it. That's what happened. That's why we're here. No. There are a lot of factors that came into play, including the system of people he created around him, that led to this big mess um that we are looking at on tv now um but it, the onus isn't just on him being abused as a child i don't want people to think that either so and i've, and I've seen that because i saw um i was reading one thread and the girl was like as a person who has been molested as a child i don't she talked about she don't like people using that she was like yes yeah. i've never abused anyone and I would never and she's like and there are plenty of people she's like I understand that the chances are higher but she's like but there are plenty of people who have been abused who would never do the same thing as someone else so she was taking it as an insult Mm -hmm. to people who have been molested because now you're re-victimizing those people like you just find another way to make them victims and uh, look down upon them where it's like they were abused this is not their choice like stop it so We'll see how people are with this last episode because the last two are about current, well, most most recent happenings, happenings. and some current because some people and, still ain't got their kids back. But. And then I will say <clears throat> on that last clip where it showed a parent, now I want to see people who have the parent thing. Mm-hmm. I want to see their thoughts afterwards because mm-hmm. in that little, the kind of beginning of the next stage, yeah. there was a parent who clearly mm-hmm. was not aware, mm-hmm. who clearly wanted to put a stop to it from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder mm-hmm. how people's perspective will be after watching that. Well, people who were so just hung on the parent thing. Right. I just wonder what would there be perspective. Because what we've seen in that little clip was as soon as she found out mm-hmm. that her daughter was not being honest about where she was, right. she called the police, yeah. she wanted to speak to him and mm-hmm. told him. So... Here's a parent who, as soon as it seems, from what we saw, mm-hmm. as soon as she knew, she was proactively trying to get out in this, be done with it, mm-hmm. get him, inge- you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I just wonder how people' perspective may change, may not, mm-hmm. on the whole like parented parent notion. Right. Um, I know that in that last bit, even when she called the police, the legal age of consent is 17. Right. So they in they Illinois, couldn't. so they could not. Go remove her from the home. Yeah. And they couldn't arrest him. Right. And that sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, but then it becomes a what can you do other than to try to get to your door that you need to get out? Mm-hmm. And if that, that whole phone thing is going on where yeah. like she doesn't have her phone, they have to speak to people to, to, to speak to her, mm-hmm. then it does seem very cult like mm-hmm. and yeah. very controlling environment. <clears throat> yeah. So I am curious to see the last two. Um, Wow, that was a lot. Yeah, it, it has been a lot. It, it is a lot. And I'm, they've been very cautious of, like, they released a self-care document for when you're watching. Um, on the commercials, they have, like, stats, and they're telling people that you're not alone. Because they, they know that it's a lot. They know it's heavy, and especially if you've been abused or been a victim before, it can be triggering. And so I think they're they're being very cautious of, trying to make this an informative um, series while ensuring that all of the uh, abused or victim victimized people feel safe and don't get triggered and get too upset. Because I know people that, like, I just can't watch it at all. 
They're like, I see some people talking about it online, and I'm just choosing not to watch it because I know how it'll trigger me, and I just can't. And do you it. have to do what's best for you. Yeah, and I can say I, um, you know, frankly, fortunately, I have not been a victim of mm-hmm. abuse, and I hope that that never happened. I'd never be in that situation. Right. right. But even I felt very, very uncomfortable. There are moments mm-hmm. where. I had to pause it, and after the and I told you this earlier. Yeah. After the first night, I literally could not sleep after watching it. I just felt bothered, mm-hmm. and so I can't imagine for someone who actually experienced abuse mm-hmm. how it can make them feel sitting mm-hmm. through two hours of it. Do you right. know two saying? hours or three nights in a row. Right? Two hours or three nights in a row. I can only imagine because I even felt uncomfortable, and I had I had no yeah. Is now and that's you know honestly I mean? why so I'm surprised I, they didn't do. Two hours once every week for three weeks. I was surprised they didn't spread it out a little bit more, but I guess they just maybe to they put thought it, out. it would be impactful to do it. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, and get it. Yeah, and to just get it out. The get way. it out there. Yeah. Um, All right. And I also, the, but that's what makes it seem. Sorry to cut you off. That's what makes it seem less that. like commercialized to me because spreading it out over three weeks does like make it so like. You're we keeping you through right. Weeks. Keeps the hype of it. Yeah, yeah. And I'll also say this because there was a clip that I think was on the last two of like her getting her daughter out, and mm-hmm. I know that clip. You're like, well, how does the camera do The camera crew is from the documentary on Lifetime. Right. We have no idea when this documentary even started, and right. I don't want y'all to think they did this in the past six months. I was about to say documentaries take a long. But that's time. the way. But that's. The, some of the doubters were like, well, how does something have a camera crew? Her camera crew was Lifetime. Right. Yeah. And we don't know how long this took, which yeah. I'm sure it took a very long time. You had to get all the people involved. Mm-hmm. You had to do research to get the most accurate information. Mm-hmm. There is legal uh, matters they have to do. They had to go to uh, jail to interview the brother. Like, you know how much they had to go through to do that? But there are <laughs> even legal precautions they have to take so that they won't get sued. Yeah, that too. Because he right. did threaten. But there are the same with, like, with, uh, side note, like, with Leah Remini, Scientology. Mm-hmm. There are legal parameters they had to take even during the documentary mm-hmm. and, you know, putting out the notices. Mm-hmm. He, he refutes it mm-hmm. so that they can't even... Re- that takes time. So I just yeah. want people to understand that I, this documentary wasn't, like, taped in three months. I'm right. sure it took... A long time. Yeah, a some lot documentaries of take like years to come together. Yeah, and so that clip was not her and a video camera. That right. was like the documentary crew mm-hmm. um, documenting this and assisting her in the right. matter. Right. So I just want to put that out there because yeah. I feel like people got people ignorant. <laughs> but Once again, a clip and they just knew that it was just it's just like, run with mm. it. And last thing, I was also annoyed by the comments of people that did not watch. I know. Shut your mouth if you ain't watching. Cause then they like talking and they like I'm like, well on this part it literally says this. They said, Oh, I didn't watch it. So why are you speaking and refuting things that you didn't watch to hear what they're saying? If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. But don't comment about it. Right. Yeah. The same how I was just on the side note, I have not seen Bird Box. Uh, it was good. I liked it. And maybe I'll see it. Maybe I won't. <laughs> but have I been commenting on it at all? No. <laughs> just like on a very small scale. I'm yeah. just like, if you didn't see it, shut your mouth. Right. Either watch it mm-hmm. and make your state your opinion or just zip it. Because, yeah, I've seen some people like that haven't watched it and they, of course, are defending him. They haven't seen it. And I'm and they like, well, what about this? And I'm like, they addressed that. And that's in the weird because you're not even watching it. So what, right. why are you getting they arguments? They just getting in it because it's popular and trending right now. But I'm like, but they said this. They was like, oh, I didn't know that. I'm like, so then why are you talking right now? And then it's also frustrating for the people that like, it ain't my family. If it was my family, he would be dead. So I don't even need to get involved in it because it ain't my business. I don't care. I'm like, so then again, why are you commenting then? Like, just shut your mouth. Oh, we don't care if you don't care. Like, keep it pushing. I don't know. Yeah. These people just like to They talk. just like to have something to say. For Pretty no much. But I think that wraps up the first two, four hours of R. Kelly. So, At least our opinion on it. Right. <laughs> Um, I know we had two other uh, media stories. Okay, well, we're going to do our question of the week then. Um, it was really just like Coachella. I, was, I wasn't I was impressed by the lineup. Uh, yeah, I'm glad and, that we um, didn't get tickets. I'm glad that we didn't get tickets. <laughs> uh, see you on 2020, potentially. Yeah. Um, it, so it was about Coachella. And there was just briefly um, 
uh, Kevin Hart was on Ellen, mm-hmm. and um, basically he gave his perspective on the matter and just saying that you know he didn't want to speak on it, and then the headlines changed that him that he wasn't trying to apologize. He was like, that's not necessarily what I said. He was like, I just didn't want to speak on it at all. Mm -hmm. Then he put out that statement where he did apologize again. Mm -hmm. He just took himself out of it. He gave his reasons why. Mm -hmm. And him and Ellen spoke and she said, I know your growth and we've talked because they are friends. And Mm -hmm. she mentioned that she called the Academy and she said, I really think Kevin should still host. And she said, I don't know who she spoke to, but she and first saying that the Academy still wanting to host and they feel like maybe they didn't handle it the right way maybe things just moved a little bit too fast and that mm-hmm. if he was willing they would like to discuss it and he said and um he just said he would have to marry on and he was like and after show me you need to talk some more <laughs> um and then and then um ellen has received some backlash from fellow members of the community um just about her like how could you stand with him but the one thing i really want to say is in a place we're in a place where we literally will not forgive others. Mm-hmm. And that can be sad because right. I feel like in any situation, in this case, he says he has apologized and he's in his statement when he was talking to her, um, he said, you know, in the past 10 years, I've tried to use my apology, my actions. He was like, you've never seen me say anything like that. I've, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've made new friendships. I've, I've realized in the place that I was wrong. He was like, I learned and I'm trying to live that. Mm -hmm. And so when I say I'm apologizing and I'm going to be better, he was like, I feel like the past years I've been doing better. I'm trying here. And and so it made me think that, I mean, if someone apologizes and then shows you that they're better, it's like, I guess some people just will never be satisfied. And some people people think he's lying. He put up a show, but it's like, I guess the whole thing is, even if he wasn't a celebrity, mm-hmm. you can say that about your friend in any uh, a situation. You you don't know if it's genuine. You, 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 and none of us are perfect, so all of us have done something wrong and had to be forgiven by people. Um, so if Ellen, because she know the man personally, if she wants to advocate for him doing the Oscars again, I don't see no problem with and it. And I don't think now, she should be slammed. If people from the community have a problem with her doing that, then uh, that's between them and how they choose to view forgiveness um, mm-hmm. and how they choose to view growth and how people can change that's on those individuals but um, I, I feel like we're in a time where people are more sensitive and I think some of that is a good thing because then we can get people like R. Kelly out of here sooner and you can have conversations and eyes can be open and people can learn and I right. think that's great Right, but I do also think that with this cancel culture thing we are also not giving people time to change once they like if we have canceled them and told them what they do wrong and they take the genuine steps to correct their ways and learn what they did wrong and you know go about it being right i feel like they can be forgiven um but i don't think that we're in a culture that teaches like Forgiveness. We're in a culture of just cancel, call cancel, you cancel. Call I'm you out, cancel. You. Never call again. You cancel. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. I do think if he does end up hosting it, I'm like this a lot of back and forth. <laughs> but I, I do wonder if ultimately he will. I feel like if it's still a dream of his, and I feel like they have a conversation. I feel like he still will. Mm-hmm. But I can also understand if he didn't want to. Yeah, because at this point, it's gonna it's be like he's gonna have to address it, and it's like it's gonna be like a joke, like oh, like it's gonna be. And so I could get if he still's like nah, yeah. or at least not right now. Yeah, it's like in much, a couple more years. Too much right yeah. now. So. so that was all. That was those last two stories. Right. Okay, so we did miss our question of the week last week, so I'll um, kind of read over some of our answers. We kind of already answered on last week's episodes, but I didn't want to leave you guys out. So our question was, what or who um, are you leaving in 2018? And so Reese P. said, I'm leaving prioritizing others and their needs above myself and my needs in 2018. Um, That's good Right, well, that's what someone commented well with Brielle, said, yes, self-care, I'm with you. Um, Africa Wilkins said, I'm leaving behind my comfort zone in 2018. Wink, wink, you know why. Um, at, oh, girl, I didn't. <laughs> um, oh, she Miss Vanessa said, I'm leaving behind all my old undergarments. I just bought a fleet of new drawers and bras. That's gotta, good. <laughs> gotta, that's good. Gotta feel new from the bottom and the top. Amen to that. Simply Aaliyah said, I'm leaving imperfection. 
life is meant to be lived even in spite of imperfection. So I'm accepting the new year as it is, but still continuously living the life I want. And then Dreamcutcher underscore 320 said my ex. Hey. <laughs> um, so then our question of the week this week was, would you rather live in a studio apartment five minutes from work or live in a mansion 90 minutes from work? And I'm going to give it uh, I'm going to say something before I read the questions. When we make these questions, it's all other things being constant. So, yes, your salary is the same regardless. Like, these are the only two dependents that you're measuring. So, it's all other things being constant. I just want to say that because I know that there were some questions about that. Um, Slim Wild... Slim Wilden again said, give me the studio, time is everything. Headshock1906 said, dang, this is going to be a tough one, but I'm going to say the studio can't fade a three-hour commute. Um, Reese P says, studio five minutes away, a 90-minute commute each way would give me limited time to enjoy the mansion and the expenses associated with the mansion versus studio. Woof. Um, Baltimore's Obama said it depends on what's my salary. If it's the same, no matter what, and if it's the same, no matter where I live. If so, then the studio. If not, the mansion. Um, Ray Ray Bay said studio. Africa Wilkins said if I have the salary to match mansion, it is. Um, that Chelsea girl said if the mansion is closer to things I want to do after work, the mansion. If it's the opposite, then the studio. Um, Just JT said studio because of convenience. Darker Barry says studio. My time is precious. I don't want to waste it like that every day. And if it's just me, then I really don't need a big house because we're going to clean it. Um, the Wise Pig said mansion. I need space. Funtime Mom said mansion. I think the rest of the people it's just a mix. all said studio. Yeah. I think there was a, a, a mix. More studio, but there was a mix. Yeah, it was more studio, but... Um, a couple said mansion. So what you choosing? I mean, I deal with a commute. So like, all I can say is people who don't have long commutes, mm-hmm. it does seem daunting. But like, once you get used to it, it's really not that bad. Mm-hmm. So I'll take the mansion. Right. Um, for me, I think all things being constant and where I am at my age now, I'm gonna go with the studio. Now, you know, later on in life, if I got a whole family, obviously we not gonna be in a studio or even a spouse. We're not gonna be in a studio. But that's my answer, studio. I mean, yeah, studio is my um, answer for now. So I think I'm glad we actually didn't have a topic because. <laughs> but um, so that's all we have for this week, guys. Like you said, we'll cover the last two hours of the R. Kelly special next week. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.